Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for details. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello, what a beautiful Friday, and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. I am joined, as always, by G. Hey, Wiley. Old school, Jihei, just you and I. I know. This is like back in the day right now. <laughs> That's right. How are we doing on this glorious Friday? Well, you know, my flight got delayed last night, so got in pretty late from D.C., but feel all in all, feeling okay. Um, wishing kind of that this Brittany Griner situation was already oh my done. I mean, it's been four months. Yeah. I mean, you know, pooper get off the pot yeah. you know, kind of situation. I'm really hoping that, you know, her, her wife, the, the fact that she's yeah. spoken out and talked about this, and, uh, you know, it's gotten national news. It's all over um, our country. I mean, it's just, it's time for, especially for something so minute as what she's been charged for. I get it in Russia, it's different, but we're in the United States, honey, and she should just be able to come home. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you're even keeping her there is ludicrous to me. Yeah, I mean, the Phoenix Mercury were in Los Angeles to play the Sparks, and that was like a big topic of conversation, of course. And it, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's obvious what's happening. I think that they, they are going to make some kind of a, I know this is a sports talk show, but some kind of a trade of, you know, you know the U.S. is going to release someone to Russia. Russia is going to release Brittany Griner. I mean, this is going to be a documentary one day, and I mean, oh, the, the only thing that I hope and I and I and I do think this will happen is that there's going to be a happy ending. She's going to come back home, but the fact that this has lasted this long, um, and I'm but, wondering who that trade will be for, right? They because... mentioned uh, who who this person is. I mean, but this is like a war criminal, and Brittany Griner is a WNBA player <laughs> who is arrested for having like hashish, uh, you know, and again. I hope. In liquid form, too. Exactly. It's not like she, you know, and no intent to sell in their country. No, like, there's no, re- like, she's using it probably for medicinal or recreational use, you know. Uh, like, I, I kind of want to be like, man, like, if maybe if you guys had a little bit of that hashish, you'd mellow out and chill. Like, exactly. what, what is your, you know, so, I mean, the fact that you want to trade for a war criminal is ridiculous. Yeah, they, ridiculous. Um, I'm trying to get the uh, name, but... Uh, it, 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 this swap, the, the one that they're talking about right now, uh, according to several reports, would be for a convicted arms dealer, Victor Bout, and he would be sent back to Russia from the U.S. Um, his nickname is the Merchant of Death. I mean, this you can't wow. write this. This is like a freaking a, a documentary that they're, they're going to come out with yeah. at some point. But again, all you want at the end of the day is for Brittany Griner to come back home. I mean, yeah. this is... Yeah, gone on I mean, way too long. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but Jay, glad to have you back. It's good uh, to really, be back. before we before we get to the headlines, what was Washington like? You went to the Dodgers game. Unfortunately, like me with the Kings and some of these other teams, were bad luck. I mean, a one nothing game. You didn't even get to see one run scored. No, not at all. And they left a bunch of guys on base too. That was the other really disappointing thing. Um, 
Mookie still had a great game. I mean, yeah. all these guys still had the potential to have a great game, but um, it was it, it was kind of brutal to yeah. see them lose. And I I I apologize to the Dodger organization <laughs> for every single time, with the exception of Game Five, that I go to a game. Yeah. You always lose, so I might try to stop going to Dodger games on the road or just in, in general until playoffs happen because I, I just feel bad for them. Maybe I'll go to an Angels game instead. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Reverse like, jinx situation. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's get to today's headlines brought to you by Circus Sports. Circa Millions, Circus Survivor Pro Football Contest are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircusSports.com for details. Hit it, Jihei! Thompson had 32 points and the Golden State Warriors beat the Dallas Mavericks 120 to 110 in Game 5 of the Western Conference Finals to advance to their sixth NBA Finals in the past eight seasons. Are the Golden State Warriors a rush? The team to beat regardless of who comes out of the East. I think so and I said that before the postseason in Vegas and Circus Sports agree with me. They are the heavy favorites right now. I mean I fully expect them. We'll talk about this shortly. These Celtics to advance. I think it'll be a good Finals but there's no doubt about it. The Warriors are the best team right now. What an amazing run. You just touched on it. Six trips to the finals in the past eight years. Again, the the two years that they missed it. And when you talk about how important Klay Thompson is, and I know, you know, KD got hurt and KD left to go to the Brooklyn Nets. But when you talk about for the, the two years, Klay Thompson was out. And again, he got hurt in the 2019 finals against the Toronto Raptors and really has not been the same since now. They missed the playoffs and now they're back. I mean, they really picked up where they left off. So uh, an amazing run. This this game, though, I, I was thinking about what we've talked about this entire week and really this entire postseason. The worst NBA playoffs I can ever remember. I mean, no game is close. And again, the fact that this was even a 10-point game, but the fact of the matter is, I mean, this was a 20-point game uh, for m- many parts of the game. What you just want is to have a one-possession game late. I mean, can, can, can we have one close game? <laughs> this entire postseason has been terrible, G. Yeah. It's been the worst postseason ever. Yeah, and I don't know what the NBA is going to try to do to yeah. try and help this out because... I watched a lot of hockey last night mm-hmm. because of how horrible this game was. It was hockey was incredible. The Stanley Cup playoffs have been insane. Yeah, insane. Even when there's a blowout, it's still not even technically a blowout, right? So it's been incredible. I think there's only been one blowout really in 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 the Stanley in Cup. Yeah, yeah, in in the in the playoffs for hockey. Um, yeah, I mean to answer this question. Are they the team to beat? Of course they're the team to beat. They're the favorite in Vegas right now, right? But at the same time, I'm still sticking with the East right now. Like, these guys have a little bit more experience. They have a little bit more under their belt. I'm not saying Golden State doesn't because obviously six out of eight, man. That's a lot. That's an incredible stat right there uh, to be going to the finals that many times. And they're obviously a great team. But I'm still sticking with my big ball. My big ball. I like, I cannot do that small ball. Even though, like, and... Even though they did win without Kevin Durant prior prior to being on their squad, and they did play a little bit of small ball, they still had a main guy center at that time, right? So I'm still sticking to the traditional big man down low, that great defense that the Boston Celtics have. Um, It is going to be a shame that this is going to go to minimum six (laughs) games for the uh, Boston Celtics, but I'm all about it. I'm still sticking with Boston. I still think that that defense... uh, 
on any given day, that defense, if, if and when it shows up, is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And you can't stop it. It is ridiculous. Everybody keep watching it. Um, keep watching the, the Boston Celtics and how they do right now because it's the, they're going to be they're going to have another chip. And I know you don't like hearing that. I know it's not. I really don't your, want that yeah, at all. I know you don't want that to happen. <laughs> and obviously, it would be great if it just stayed in California. That's if right. the uh, if the championship just stayed in California, but I mean Boston, they look so good. They do so good. So I, I gotta stick with them. And stick, speaking of sticking with the Boston Celtics have a 3-2 lead in the Eastern Conference Finals over the top-seeded Miami Heat and can punch their ticket to the NBA Finals with a win tonight in Boston. They have a chance to wrap up their first trip to the NBA Finals since 2010. Ouch, it's a long time, guys. <laughs> well, obviously, we remember that here in Los Angeles because the Lakers <laughs> beat the Celtics. Yeah, but Arash, will the Celtics close yeah. it out tonight? And what chance do you give them against the Warriors? Well, you just touched on it. Yes, I do believe that they close out tonight. They are the better team. I mean, an amazing uh, performance in Miami. A must win for the Heat, and they blew them out. Uh, so I do think that the Boston Celtics, and listen, they just saw the Warriors celebrate, get awarded the Western Conference Championship Trophy. So they're like, okay, like let's let's move on. Like This is going to be Warriors, Celtics, let's do this. So I do believe that the Celtics close it out tonight. I give them a a chance. I do. Th I, at the very least, I hope it's a good series. But GA, I cannot, in good faith, because I am a Lakers fan, root for the Boston Celtics or even think that they have a a good chance. But this should be a, a good finals. Uh, and by the way, kudos to you when we were in Las Vegas in March uh, for March Madness. You put some money down on the on the Celtics get to get to the finals. What prompted you to do that? Because again, you will be right if they win tonight, and I think that they will. When we go to Vegas next, maybe this summer, you will cash your, your ticket. Yes. Um, I, I think the main reason why I picked them is because that defense was on the trajectory up. Yeah. And so I was looking at it, and I was like, oh, they're, and 20 to 1? That's like giving away that's money. That's amazing. So yeah. like, it's like giving away money. So I was like, you know what? Putting down $100 on this is not really that big of a deal because if I win it, great. If I don't, whatever. Yeah. You know, so and I know that sounds for some people that's probably like, <laughs> put $100 down on that. It's like, that's a lot of money. Um, but for other people, for the people that I actually bet with, yeah. that's nothing. So, um, yeah, I mean, if I can if I can win some money off of this, that'd be great, which it's looking like looking like that so looking really really forward to that because i can use that money um <laughs> but yeah boston's favorite at um eight and a half right now wow which is you know crazy here's the thing they, they've, they've no doubt how to adjust the lines in vegas because of all these blowouts i mean i mean every single game is double digits i mean if it's a 10 point game you think it's a relatively close game but even then like i said last night it was the, you know, the final score was 120 to 110 but it was never really in question. I mean, the Warriors were up by 20 plus points the, for the majority of the game. So um, not a crazy line when you think about it, because again, if the Celtics win, and I think that they do, I am predicting them to win by more than 10 points. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I the, the way that the trajectory of these NBA playoffs have been, it, it can't be, yeah. you know, it can't be less than that, right? I mean, if, if there's a close game, I'll, I'll be in shock. That's I'll right. be, I will be, I, at this point, I will be ecstatic and in shock at the same time. Um, and yeah, I mean, I give, again, I don't give them a chance to close out, to close out against the Warriors. I, I say that they, 
I'm, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till my decision. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna leave you guys on the hook with my now, decision. Now, but real quick, you did not place a wager on the actual championship. You you no, just I did predicted not. the Celtics would get to the finals. Yes, okay. that is correct. I only I only thought that they would That's get good. to, to, you to win. the finals. <laughs> um, yeah. I, well, let's see. Let's see. That's they're, right. They're That's not right. there yet. You're right. Um, well, speaking of there yet, Colin Kaepernick's arm strength and conditioning stood out and apparently is there yet in his workout with the Las Vegas Raiders, but no signing was eminent as of today, according to reports. The Raiders considered Kaepernick's workout a positive, um, a source said. Do you think Colin Kaepernick will end up with the Raiders or any team after being out of the NFL for the past five years? It's just a really long time to be away from football. Again, when he was out for one year, that that was fine. Two years, that's pushing it. Three, I mean, five years, Jihei. And so I'm happy to hear that his workout went well. It was a positive workout. It, this makes sense for the Raiders because they need some good PR. They they need some. Listen, they've had really bad distractions, so this would be a, a, a perhaps a good distraction for them. So, um, I if I were to bet, I do not think Colin Kaepernick will be be back in the league again. That's really just because he's been out for five years. Now, at the beginning of his time away from the from football, we do know what led to that. There was a lawsuit. There was a settlement. So that's, that's that. But I, I just think from a football perspective, being away from uh, the uh, league for five years really puts you in a tough spot. So I don't think he's with the Raiders. I don't think he's back in the league. But, you know, good to see him have a good workout. But, no, I, I do think uh, that ship has sailed. Yeah, I'm actually really surprised that um, of all coaches, um, considering the system that he has been in, that this organization, not technically this organization, this organization loves drama, but like, yeah. the, uh, the, or I, I shouldn't say loves drama, but is always in, engulfed in they're drama. Always, yeah, yeah, they're, they're always engulfed in drama. Um, but I would think that this particular coach for the Raiders wouldn't really want him on here because he doesn't want the drama and he doesn't want sure. the you know the circus to come into town so to speak and he wants everything to be focused and centered around football because of the yeah. program that he um, he just left right and that's what he's been so used to so I'm, I'm kind of surprised that they even opened yeah. it up for that I, I, I really would love to hear like what like how that workout came to be did they contact him did, did, did Kaepernick contact the Raiders again right now away from football John Gruden is suing the National Football League in terms of what went into his firing the New York Times uh, did a big story about the toxic work culture at the Las Vegas Raiders their team president resigned I mean there's a lot going on with that team right now and so when I think of this workout one of the first things I thought of was like they they need some good press they need some good PR and so um I don't listen I think at the end of the day I don't think Kaepernick is back in the league but if right. he is it will be with the Raiders because they really kind of need this positive PR and at the very least Kaepernick will make up his salary in jersey sales twofold no yeah. doubt about that yeah I mean I don't think that money is really an I don't issue think exactly. for Kaepernick right now uh, considering that he's still sponsored by Nike but um, yeah I mean th this will st and again to answer this question I don't think I don't think that he will be because you're right. Five years is just too long yeah. to be out of this league. Even if you are, you know, keeping yourself in quote unquote football shape, you haven't played on that actual field. You haven't actually experienced getting hit or, you know, being able to throw in a game time situation. So I don't know. It's it's if they give him a chance, kudos for them, I guess. But if 
if he doesn't get this opportunity, I wouldn't be in shock. Yeah. Well, shockingly, Zion Williamson has been cleared in his return to play without any restrictions, according to the New Orleans Pelicans. The announcement clears Williamson to go through off-season workouts unrestricted this summer as he prepares for the 2022-2023 season. Williamson missed the entire 2021-2022 season after he broke the fifth metamar meta oh my gosh I'm metatarsal totally yeah metatarsal. I have with that <laughs> metatarsal in his right foot during workouts last summer. Can Zion still be the superstar everyone expected him to be coming out of Duke? I hope so, and this is something that you you, you can t touch on because you've followed his career since high school. But you know, watching his workouts before this postseason, I kept waiting. I'm like. Can he come back? I mean, he was doing 360 dunks in the warm-ups before uh, the playoffs. So, um, happy to see that he's back. I want him to fulfill his potential because when he has played Jihei, he's looked like a star. But I, I just always get concerned with guys like this who, who uh, really, no matter what, just cannot stay consistently healthy. Yeah, and it's not necessarily the health that I'm concerned about, the injuries that I'm concerned about. It's what everybody else has been talking about, and I'm finally going to bite the bullet. I have not talked about his weight ever, because basically proof is in the pudding. Like, mm -hmm. look, he can still get up, but that's also due to the fact that he's, what, 20, yeah. 21? Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I'm, it's very concerning. It should be concerning for him. It should be concerning for the uh, the Pelicans organization. They And also, I don't think that this is a kid that they can that they can, he can be their leader, yeah. so to speak. He's gonna be a great player for them. That's, there's no question about that. He's already proven that. And also, by the way, he went back to Duke to go and work out as well. Okay. And he looked great. He looks really good, again, with the 360, still doing, still doing his thing. Uh, great outside shot as well. He was doing extremely well. So I, I'm, I, I have high hopes for him, and I'm I'm sure he wants to get back on that floor because at the end of the day, that kid's a hooper. Yeah. That's all he wants to do is hoop. So, let you know, I, I'm really, really hoping for this. I'm hoping that he can come out and, and be – he's going to be a star. There's no okay. question – at all that that's going to be the case he was born a star because like look at what he look at what he did at duke and look at what he did his rookie year you know he he is a star coming out the gate when a whole entire city is just rallying around you and screaming your name yeah. when you get drafted and you haven't even played for them yet you've only played one year at duke and by the way nobody knew who this kid was until he went to duke exactly nobody yeah. knew his background story and uh, except for you know people that were really obsessed with <laughs> duke basketball probably like myself <laughs> but nobody really knew about this kid and how great he could possibly be um maybe until his you know until his senior year when he really like junior and senior year when he really blew up because that's when he started um his growth spurt yeah. he, he was 5'9 his freshman year of high school he was not he was not the six 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 seven guy that we uh, all grown and known to love and he wasn't a big kid yeah. so you know i i have i have hope um he will always be a star i just don't know how how well and productive he's going to be on that floor um, to win the title or anything like yeah. that well otas are taking place arash yeah. around the nfl and rams coach Sean McVay said he wants Odell Beckham Jr. back and is optimistic that the wideout will return. The Rams signed Allen Robinson to play alongside Cooper Cup. OBJ is expected to miss the first half of the season while he rehabs from the ACL tear he suffered in the Super Bowl. How important is it for the Rams to bring back OBJ? I do think it's important and I do think it will happen. He uh, just commented recently on a 
social media posts from the Rams, and uh, he commented back to back. So I mean, I, I think that there's 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 no doubt about it. And listen, I mean, he's at, you touched on it. He's gonna miss the first half of the season, so there's no team out there that that's gonna sign him uh, to a big contract because again, a you don't know how good he's gonna be when he comes back, and b he will for sure miss the first half of the season. So uh, I, I think just in terms of rehabbing, he's comfortable with the Rams. He just won a Super Bowl with the Rams, uh, and they they will get him back. Uh, when he is ready to come back and so um i do think it will happen and i and i, and I would not be shocked if it happens very soon yeah no i mean everybody knows my stance on obj i'm glad he got a ring <laughs> yeah <exactly>. by the <laughs> way on his way to be the most valuable player of the super bowl if he had stayed healthy i mean amazing first half of that game absolutely no question whatsoever and here's the thing that sucks is that like i was wishing that this is the kind of performance and this is the kind of fit that he was going to be with, you know, my my New York Giants. But you know what? He was born for LA. Yeah. He was meant to be here. So I, I think that, you know, McVeigh sees that and he that's what he wants and he knows that he's great with this team, right? He's he's very, very comfortable with everybody. Uh, on this squad, he's very comfortable with the offense. He's very comfortable with his role that he plays in uh, in in LA with the Rams. Yeah. So, you know, I, I hope nothing but the. Be- uh, I can't say that because yeah. I just I can't, I can't say that. I, I want <laughs> to right, be. Gee, yeah, let's leave it there for now. We'll talk about um, Hodel Beckham Jr. and the Rams when we come back right here on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California, ninety eight point five The Fan in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircusSports.com for details. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Still clown when the underground when we come around. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show on the Mighty Air 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. Just as a reminder, if you have a question or a comment or just want to win tickets to an upcoming game in Los Angeles, Vegas, or Hawaii, call our hotline 310-400-0340. Let's now go out to the Circus Sports guest hotline. Circa Millions and Circus Survivor Pro Football Contest with $12 million in guaranteed prizes are back. Visit CircusSports.com for details. And here he is, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Michael Duarte from KNBC4 in Los Angeles. Michael, how are you? Rosh, I am good. My mind is like a bookcase today. It's full of words. I'm ready to let them out on your show. By the way, you know, we don't have a big travel budget here on the show, but Jihei Wiley was in Washington uh, with the Dodgers. Uh, she was at the Nats game. She was bad luck, though, uh, Michael. She was at that one nothing Nats uh, game. Uh, we had talked about that in the first segment with uh, Jihei. She had a great time out there. Generally speaking, Michael, not just that game in particular, your thoughts on the Dodgers right now? Well, Jihei, don't worry, we don't blame you for <laughs> scoring runs. We blame Dave Roberts not starting the hottest player in Major League Baseball right now. 
the leading frontrunner candidate for MVP over a quarter of the way through the season in Mookie Betts. So yeah. I know he had a pinch hit in that game, yeah. uh, but he did not start that game. He did not get his usual three to four uh, or five if you go off of uh, Thursday's game at bat. So uh, we don't blame you. We blame Robert for not starting <laughs> the hottest guy in the game, but, but that's, you know, when you talk about the Dodgers right now who reached 30 wins, the, the second team in all of Major League Baseball are rushed to reach 30 wins this season, first in the National League, and we're talking about a team that is still plagued by injuries. There's no Clayton Kershaw. There's no Andrew Heaney. Those are two of your five starting rotation guys right there. Blake Trinan, who up until a week before the season started, was your presumed closer this year. He hasn't been able to pitch uh, and is going to be out for a while. Uh, you know, Dustin May is not going to be back until probably mid to late August right now. So a lot of guys out for the Dodgers, yet they just keep churning and going along like a train on the tracks. So one thing I want to point out, especially over this blowout 14 to one victory over the Diamondbacks we saw on Thursday, uh, 93 of the team's 233 total runs have been knocked in by three guys. Arash, wow. we're talking Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner, uh, those guys at the top of your lineup have been absolutely dominant, as powerful as a grenade pin. And so my question for you, what does it say about the team that those three guys, the guys that have the biggest uh, wins above replacement on the team as well, are all not homegrown players? Um, I don't know what that says about the Dodgers. Maybe that's why, you know, if the Yankees are the Death Star, or the Yankees are the Evil Empire, the Dodgers are the Death Star, maybe that's why people have that, that... phrase about it. I heard during Thursday's game in Arizona, fans calling Freddie Freeman a sellout. I'm not sure how he could <laughs> sell out when the Braves didn't want him. But, exactly. um, you know, that that's interesting to me that those three guys are, are the most important players right now in the Dodgers with leading this offense, which starts uh, all of the offense for the Dodgers at the top of the order. And there are three guys they all got, you know, either via trade or, or in free agency in the case of Freddie Freeman. Michael, the, the, and again, we have a long way to go, but the, the World Series that we both have been waiting for since the, the Dodgers have had this run in you know, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, and now is the Dodgers-Yankees. Just really wanted that. New York, Los Angeles, Dodgers-Yankees, and obviously, you know, no, no surprise, those are the top two teams in baseball right now. The Yankees are 32 and 13. The Dodgers are 30 and 14. Um Again, long way to go, but do you think we finally get that dream World Series matchup where you and I are in New York, and then we're flying back to Los Angeles, and we're flying to New York? You know, <laughs> you're right, because I think there's at least three occasions where we thought this was going to happen. Yeah. I'll, I'll even go back to 2021's playoffs, yeah. and I looked at the, the travel schedule, and I was like, unfortunately for me, there's no place that I haven't been at all. Uh, as far as a city to visit, because all the teams, you know, seemingly have been the same kind of playoff teams we've seen here the last, you know, handful of years or so when it comes to the Dodgers. And I was like, so if I had like a dream matchup, it would be, I want to go back to New York and hang out in Manhattan uh, and then head out to the Bronx for a potential World Series matchup with the Yankees. Obviously that didn't happen, but that's what I was looking forward to potentially the most in 2021. We can go back in 2017, 2018, was also hoping for that. Uh, matchup. Right now, it looks like these two teams are, are on a, a collision course of sorts to meet in the World Series, but I'm not going to hold my breath because every time I think it's going to happen, it doesn't happen and you know some team goes out of nowhere. Uh, one thing I want to point out to your listeners right now is something that I read, and you could probably head over to 
uh, fan graphs and check this out. But the Minnesota Twins, who are leading the American League Central, who nobody's talking about at all, let's be honest. You know, the Angels are getting a lot of talk. The Astros went on like a eight-game, ten-game winning streak. Uh, the Yankees are just tearing the cover off the ball right now. But no one's talking about the Minnesota Twins, who have a unique strategy that is that is as different as Moneyball in the Billy Bean era with the Oakland A's as, as Brad Pitt made favorite in the movie. Damn. But the Minnesota Twins' strategy is to not swing at the first pitch. And so far it's working because 56% of the time they get a ball. And according to the analytics, as Fangraphs did, when a hitter starts to count 1-0, they are 33% more likely to get a hit than if they're starting down 0-1, which is happening 44% of the time. So this is the twin strategy. Thus far it's been working for them. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how far they get now that it's the, the cat's out of the bag, so to speak, and that everyone knows they're not swinging at the first pitch. Uh, Michael, we have a, a bit to go before the beginning of the football season, but the offseason training activities have started with the Rams and the Chargers. Uh, you have been all over the Rams. Um, really, kind of good uh, to kind of hear from Sean McVay, uh, from Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup. Um, Two-part question, uh, your, 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 your thoughts on the Rams going into the season. And again, I had thought that uh, Donald had confirmed that he was coming back. It was recently his birthday, and there was rumors again that he was reconsidering or still thinking about retirement. Please tell me that that's not true. Yeah, everything I've been told that, that this deal, as far as extending Aaron Donald, is a done deal. Uh, they just need to figure out some fine-tune, some final details. Um, I don't think that anyone is too concerned that Aaron Donald won't be there, at least from what I've heard from my sources, speaking to people on the inside. Sorry about that. Uh, and also, though, that, that was a question, though, during the, the first day of OTAs, when we had access to Sean McVay, when we had access to Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, that question was, uh, you know, why is Aaron Donald not here? First of all, for, for your listeners, OTAs are voluntary. Yeah. Uh, not all guys have to be there. As you mentioned, it was Aaron Donald's birthday, so just go follow Aaron Donald 99 <laughs> on Instagram, and you can see him partying on a beach somewhere for his birthday. Uh, but Sean McVay said they had talked to him. Yeah. So did General Manager Les Snead. So they don't seem to be uh, too worried about Aaron Donald right now being on a beach somewhere celebrating his birthday. We'll see when training camp starts. But, you know, I don't think Aaron Donald, even after – he was made the highest paid defensive player, you know, a few years ago when he got his extension and is now just the fifth highest paid uh, is, is thinking about holding out or anything like that uh, or retiring, as you mentioned, if he doesn't get this extension done and signed by the time, let's say, training camp rolls around. But I think by the time the season rolls around, it'll be done. I think they just need to see what they're going to do. Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, is a guy they want to resign. It sounds like they're not offering him the kind of money he wants, yeah. but also he's going to be out for half the season. So, that's another uh, bow that they need to tie up on this package. And the last thing I'll say from learning about the Rams OTAs was I got to talk to Alan Robinson on Thursday uh, in the OTAs. And that guy is, is a lot bigger and taller in person <laughs> than I thought he was. He's going to give the Rams uh, a, a height threat as far as, you know, maybe some 50, 50 balls you can throw in the end zone. Uh, he's going to create another big target for Matthew Stafford. Uh, that's going to make this wide receiving core, if not, you know, one of the the best in the league, at least the top five in the league. But just talking to Allen Robinson, man, that guy is more thirsty than a flower after a long drought. He is <laughs> looking forward to finally being on a playoff team and potentially being on a championship team after uh, the last handful of seasons with the Jaguars and the Bears. 
Michael, the Lakers are still looking for a uh, head coach. Uh, they have talked to Terry Stotts. They have um, had several meetings already. Uh, you know, like if you had to pick who you want to be the, the next head coach, A, do you like the candidates that they are talking about right now? A lot of people still bring up the name Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is currently the head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. A lot of people still would like that when I say a lot of people, I think it's mostly media members who enjoy dealing with Doc. But Michael, in terms of who should be the next Lakers head coach, who do you think it will be and who do you think it should be? Yeah, great question, Arash. And I should ask you, I know you got the inside scoop with Clutch Sports. That's right. That's the rumor coming out of Clutch Sports here on Friday morning, afternoon, uh, depending on what time you're listening to this is that uh, LeBron James' coach of choice remains Doc Rivers, who is still under contract with the Sixers, who Daryl Morey said they would bring back. Now, that could be a ploy to get more in return, like a first-round pick from the Lakers. Um, but also, Doc Rivers seems to be excited about you know the offseason and moving pieces in Philadelphia. But that's the rumor coming out of Clutch Sports, is that LeBron James' coach of choice is Doc Rivers. Some people have said that's not true. He has not said anything himself. But I would look to you to say, you know, what, do you, what have you heard from Clutch Sports on that? But as far as the three candidates that we know of, right? And right now, Lakers fans are waiting to hear the next coach of the Lake Show. Uh, like their eyes are waiting on a phone that seemingly never rings. We are getting excited, but we're also getting tired of waiting. And um, there is one thing that we know of heading into Friday, as I just mentioned. Terry Stotts, the former Portland Trailblazers coach who does not get fans' blood blood going when they hear his name. Yeah. Terry Stott interviewed face-to-face with Lakers this past week, and he is apparently in that meeting believes he can unleash the power of <laughs> Russell Westbrook <laughs> on this roster and get him oh, to do man. what Frank Vogel could not, and that is buy into this role um, that he would have uh, on this team of the, with the big three. To me, that would be, in my personal opinion, Great if he could do that, but still disastrous because I don't think he's going to be capable of making Russell Westbrook hit three-pointers at a clip that he's never done in his career. Uh, He is the worst three-point shooter percentage-wise for guys who have taken as many shots as he has than anybody else in NBA history. Uh, He appears to be on the decline uh, physically and athletically, which has happened naturally at that kind of course and age. Uh, He's still a turnover machine. And he wasn't able to buy in defensively, but he's never been a great defender, as most people know. So I'm not sure how Terry Stotts fixes those problems. As far as trading Russell Westbrook, my sources have said to me that there have been discussions with other teams, but all teams involved, including teams that would be sending back multiple players instead of just one star, all want a first-round draft pick in return. The Lakers don't want to part with that yet. So yeah. that's where we are uh, with that with the coaching search. But to me, Darvin Ham, assistant with the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, a guy that's been talked about for years now as far as potentially getting a head coaching job. He's the front runner right now, in my opinion. Michael, sticking with the NBA right now, what are your thoughts on the NBA playoffs and what can the NBA do to um, make this product a better product on the floor? Well, you you kind of took my thoughts away with how do they make the product better <laughs> right there, Jihei. But uh, obviously what Jihei is insinuating is what Arash and I talked about last week on this show, which is that There have been no competitive games. Uh, Looking just through my mind right now, the Rolodex of my mind, that Warriors-Mavericks game three that the Warriors ended up taking, that to me was the most competitive game we saw. Every other game 
in the Eastern Conference has been double-digit victories by either side uh, and double-digit victories by the, the Warriors or Mavericks in four of the five that we saw there. There is talk, Jihei, that the play-in tournament lasted too long and these guys are tired and all of that. I really don't want to hear that. The NBA season of grind of 82 games is arguably what is too long than the four days of in games that, that people are talking about. Uh, but what inevitably happens uh, when you play this long, when you go this deep into the postseason, is guys are tired. They are banged up. They are hurt. Look at Jason Tatum. Look at Kyle Lowry. Look how Chris Paul was in that game seven against the Suns. Uh, look, I, the best thing to do is look at that Warriors Raptors final from a few years ago. I believe in 2019, when just the Warriors were dropping like flies in that series, giving Kawhi Leonard and the Raptors a chance to steal a title. So, to me, that is the biggest thing uh, is having somebody healthy for that playoff run. And I'm not sure how you fix that. Maybe giving them, you know some more time off before the playoffs begin, shortening the season down to 72 games like they did a couple of years ago. Maybe that's an idea. Uh, but maybe even this idea to take a longer break with like a fun little tournament, kind of like the Champions League uh, during the All-Star break or something. Just something that gets these superstars that are going to be going deep into the playoffs some rest so that they remain healthy. And Arash and I talked about this, Jihei, last week on the show as far as like, you know, our predictions and stuff. And I'm on record as saying Warriors Celtics, which so far so good, uh, and with the Warriors beating the Celtics. And when you really look at the Warriors, and, and I pointed this out to Arash and, and others throughout the week, you know, if Steph Curry doesn't have a monster game for the Warriors, that doesn't mean they're dead, which is not the case you can say for like the Miami Heat if Jimmy Butler doesn't have a good game, or the Mavericks, as we saw, if Luka Doncic has a good game, because if Steph Curry doesn't have a good game, Clay Thompson can still put up 30. Andrew Wiggins can still score 30. Jordan Poole can score 30. Uh, so they have guys that if your best player, your superstar is not on that night, that can pick up the slack. The Celtics kind of have that too, uh, although it really kind of goes with how Jason Tatum goes. But they do have guys who can put up points uh, if they're not. So I expect, to answer your final question, that inevitably, once it is the Celtics-Warriors in the finals, these are the two top defensive teams in the league. Uh, they got a lot of guys that can score, not just one superstar. I think those matchups will be closer than any games we've seen so far. Last question for you, uh, Michael. The, the, so this idea, and you touched on it, that the Lakers are talking to coaches to see how can Russell Westbrook fit in with this team. You covered the Lakers last season. From everyone that I've talked to, just removing him from the equation will be an addition by sub subtraction. I mean, I've even heard some people say, if you can't trade him, tell him to, to sit home. I mean, it's ridiculous to think that you would pay someone $30 million not to play. But, uh, you know, Michael, we've been a, a part of locker rooms before where just the presence of a guy who doesn't want to be there, who doesn't fit in with the team, is a distraction, and, and it really deters the team. Um is there a scenario where you think that this guy, like a light bulb's going to go off and you hire the right coach and, and somehow he's going to fit in? I, I don't see it happening. I, I, I really don't. Arash, I wish it was only $30 million. It's more like $44 That's right. million <laughs> right. Dollars right. that you have to pay Russell Westbrook, which is just like, like I said, I wish it was $30 because there would be $14 million to go get some other guys. And what makes this even worse right now is you have Zach Levine openly campaigning, uh, another clutch sports guy, I might add, openly campaigning 
saying that he wants to come to the Lakers, that he was a free agent. He would love to sign with them. It's his favorite team, but you have absolutely no money to get him. And the only way you could get him is via a three-team sign-and-trade in which Russell Westbrook would have to go somebody else, meaning some team has to take on this, you know, this misfit uh, who who's making $44 million. It's going to yeah. blow up your, your salary cap. So, to me, the only coach of the three that we know are final candidates, take, take Doc. Rivers and Nick Nurse and Quinn Snyder off the board because you know they're far from now. Just take the three guys we talked about that, that are in the final interviews. Only Terry Stotts has experience enough uh, that maybe Russell Westbrook would listen to him. Russell Westbrook strikes me as the kind of guy, especially when you hear his interviews and you heard them all through the season or, uh, as well, Arash, he's a very me guy. He's all about himself. Yeah. Uh, he only cares about his own game. He really doesn't care about anybody else, the team in these aspects. Uh, and, and because of that, I don't necessarily think Terry Stotts will do it. I don't see how Terry Stotts is going to be any better at getting Russell Westbrook to buy in or change his game than Frank Vogel was. Uh, Frank Vogel being a better defensive-minded player, whereas Terry Stott, or coach, excuse me, whereas Terry Stotts may be a little bit more offensive-minded, especially with guards having coached Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum in Portland. But I just don't see it there. And now you're going to ask... First, you know, a guy like Kenny Atkinson, a very young coach with very little experience, uh, or Darvin Ham, who's never had any head coaching experience, you're going to ask those guys to get a superstar, former MVP like Russell Westbrook, to suddenly change the way he's been for his entire life. And as we know, a Tiger doesn't change his stripes. So I, I don't see it from any of those final three candidates, but I'll give Terry Stotts the nod. But to me, it's not even, okay, are you going to say I can play better with the ball in my hand? I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to mind getting benched in the fourth quarter. Uh, I don't see how any coach could do that. I don't see how any coach, as we mentioned, can improve his three-point shooting, can improve his defense, can suddenly get him to be a spot-up shooter on the wings. None of it matters. And, and, you know, the the biggest question is going to be, if you can't trade him, what do you do? Because I don't believe cutting him or stretching his contract over the next three seasons is going to be the best. I think it's going to be play him, uh, bench him, go through it again, and hope AD stays healthy. That's the best I can say if you're unable to trade him. But at this yeah. point, I'd trade him. I'd even trade him for John Wall if I could because I think Just John Wall is wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael, you're the best. It's always a pleasure to see you and um, have you on each and every Friday. Michael, thank you so much. We will see you soon. All right, guys, have a good Friday. For all your listeners, I'm going to make like Michael Jackson and beat it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Michael Duarte, KNBC4 in Los Angeles, always providing the heat, bringing the hot takes. Uh, GA, real quick, are you looking forward to this weekend? I'm sure you're just going to be watching hockey, right? Yeah, pretty much. That's all I'm going to be watching is hockey. I'll, I'll, watch, I'll watch Boston, too. Yeah. Um, you know, i gotta got to make that money as well. Yeah, to cash to, that ticket. Yeah, right. I just um, Also, we have like two seconds. I just wanted to shout out R.I.P. Mr. Ray Liotta. Yes. He will be missed. Goodfellas, one of my favorite movies of all time. All right, that's all the time we have for today. Let's do it again on Monday. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying stay safe, stay healthy. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.